like date the unexpected. We really, as a culture, have lowered our standards. Personally, I'm not about you sliding in my DMs and asking me out. I'm so sorry. My goodness, I just love you and your heart. And I thank you so much for allowing us to step into these conversations because they're so needed and you do it with such grace and with such joy and honesty that like I'm pumped for what God has in store for us to talk about today. That means the world to hear. And honestly, I couldn't have this space without the people that come on. So I and love first and foremost, you know, dating can be a little weedy where we're like, well, how should we go? Who should we listen to? What I like to think is one, ultimately, you know, if you're someone listening, listen to what the Lord's speaking to you because it is very unique. Um, it's very specific sometimes I say, but also just the voices that you hear, look at how they're living their life. And this podcast, this particular conversation we're going to have today actually stemmed from just some of the things that you've been hosting. I'm going to backtrack a little bit for people that don't know you, but as we're talking about that, that, that first post that you posted, the one post that I DM'd you and I was like, we have to talk about. Yes. Okay. Man, it all comes back to prayer. And I think really that one reel that you DM'd me about was the overflow thereof after the pray after just going to God in prayer constantly and learning his heart. The overflow thereof has really showed me what I should look for and what I should not um, really lean into. And so, man, it was just really on my heart because I was kind of feeling confused uh, a couple months ago if this guy liked me or not. And I just remember the Lord and my mentor saying to me like, hey, if he likes you, he will tell you, I am a clear God. I'm a God of clarity and I will never leave you in the dark or confused. And so I wanted to just share humbly from my heart's posture of to the other girls out there that may be feeling, you know, to the girl who also may think that he likes you. When did his internet clicks become more than if he held a door for you or, you know, give you a compliment or start an, an intentional conversation? We really, as a culture, have really like lowered our standards when really the Lord raises a standard. Like we should be going to him of what he says and who he says you are. Because I love that you hit on that a second ago. Um, you really touched on First John 4, Christian, about how we don't love for love. We love from it because God is love. And so I just love that. So that's in First John 4, verse 7, if you just go through there. Beloved, let us love one another for love is from God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God for God is love. And so, ladies, we are not out here looking to have love complete us because that already that already love that we're looking for is found in Jesus and it's completing us. And so truly we are loving from a place of love. Um, and so that's what I think makes this dating journey easier and even the singleness journey easier to know I'm not looking for someone else to complete me. I'm looking for a friend, a best friend, a partner to do this life with, to walk hand in hand every day closer to Jesus and fight the good fight and stomp on hell and bring more people to heaven. Like, that's all I want to do. I love that. And I love your personality. Very contagious. And you're so right. What is the purpose of love and how do we figure out how to love? I remember some people that I dated in the past being wonderful people, like charisma, chemistry, you, you know, you name it. But they didn't know Jesus in the way that I was hoping to and mm. that I do today. If you're someone thinking, do I need to be equally yoked? Or like, can they just come with me to church? Mm. There are 
days where I look at my husband and I'm just, if I'm not in tune, I'm not loving him well. Constant tie back to Jesus is like, wait, no. Who am I? Mm. How has God made me? And how is he calling me to love? And for me, like that's, it's a constant, okay, I gotta get back into this lane. I preface that, you know, as we go into this conversation even more of just love does need to be unconditional. Yeah, love does need to be constant. And if we don't have the right example of that, it will fall flat. But I love what you're touching on of, you know, is it just his his clicks or his thumbs up, his hearts on your photos? Where is the intentionality where we can sort through like, okay, does this man not have a lot me? Is he the right one? As a single woman, what are your standards now? As you're saying, God has a standard. What are your like, hey, these are my lines in the sand. This is what I'm looking for. Oh, that's so good. And sis, I feel like I've had to to take the road, the dirt road for a little bit to get back on the paved road, the one that God was like, hey, this is what I actually had planned in advance, Ephesians 2.10. But he was like, I allowed you to go through this other, so now you know what not to do. And hopefully it'll help someone else along the way, you know? And so really, first of all, I had to unlearn the world because I was going to church through high school. Like I grew up in the church, you know, just thrown into the family of God, but so I knew God, but I didn't really know Jesus. So in high school, little Georgia Brown always thought she had to have a boyfriend to complete her. I just thought that was the thing. I just needed to have a boyfriend. And so literally in my school, I was known as the girl that would like date all the guys, but wouldn't do anything. And so I was like, had a bad reputation, but not like, it was like a weird thing of like, what? And here's Taylor Swift, Georgia. <laughs> oh, little Taylor Swift. Come on. Oh, no, I really was writing songs about it too along the way. Oh, oh. Yeah, she's a song you're you need to check out her music as a little shameless plug. So you please keep going. No, yeah. And so, man, I really thought that, you know, from all these different shows like the Carrie Diaries, Gossip Girl, um, you name it, Grey's Anatomy, Teen uh Teen Wolf, all these shows, that was showing me, okay, in high school it should look like this. This is what love is. When really, when I started to know the heart of Jesus, who he was, who he is and who is to come. Man, oh man, like that wasn't lining up with what the world was telling me I was to do. And so when I felt more in love with him, I had to like rewire my brain. And it really is a process of like pruning out this bad fruit of like, okay, this is not what I deserve. This is not what I should be looking for. They shouldn't have it easy. You are a treasure. You are worthy. Like, you were bought at a high price. Jesus literally went to the cross for you. Um, so you wouldn't have to be separated from him. So, Christian, I read these books, these Christian fiction novels by Karen Kingsbury. And let me tell you what, they healed my heart. And so I had to go through a season of not dating, going to college, getting to fall in love with the heart of the father and reading these books that were just the sweetest love stories and showed me what a pursuit looked like. And so now that I could see it that way, see through the lens of scripture, I started to rewire my brain um, through a heavenly lens of like, okay, George Brown, you are worth more. And so really, I start to just look at fruit because I just want to go back to scripture time and time again, because dating is like not a biblical concept. Like we don't go in here and see, okay, step one, two, three for dating. I wish we did, honestly, Christian, because then it would make things so much easier. But really, what I love about God is he gives us very clear things in scripture, but then some other things are like, oh, 
it's up to you like to Sabbath, like you mm-hmm. should rest. Okay. Well, how does that look like for you? It's, it, it really differs on the human being because we're all so different. And so Matthew seven says that people will be judged by their fruit. And so we really can apply this to dating. So really, if you see some nice guy and they ask you out, um, personally, I'm not about you sliding in my DMs and asking me out. I'm so sorry, but I'm really not at the same time because like, look me in the eyes, like, please honor and respect me. Like I am God's daughter. And so if you don't have the um, courage to do it in person, even if you're scared, I don't really feel like that that is something I want to step into because what areas may you not also be able to step into if we have hard conversations, things mm-hmm. further down the line. And that's just a little Georgia Brown boundary. But with this fruit, man, oh man, I think of Galatians 5, 22 through 23, which is the fruit of the spirit. So are they truly bearing fruit of the Holy Spirit? So that fruit, I wrote a song about this, so I know I'm all memorized. Um, love, joy, peace, patience. And so I think about, is this person following in the example of God's love? Is this person have joy? peace. Are we going to do this perfectly? Absolutely not. Is your name Jesus Christ? No. <laughs> so it's like, let's at least be in pursuit of him. So I always look at that scripture, Philippians 4, 8 as well. Whatever's pure, whatever is kind, whatever is noble. Is this person pursuing these things? And then also, of course, we have to go to the love chapter, sister. First Corinthians 13. I usually fill in the blank of whatever love is, because if God is love, and we're made in that image and likeness, we should be bearing that love as well. So I like fill in his name with this. Is this person patient? (laughs) You know, girl. Oh, yeah. That's just a few things. um, But I just, I I look for someone that is a leader, someone that is pursuing in Christ. Um, And what's so sweet, Christian, is even if there's such godly men around me that I'm like, wow, you're awesome. I wish you would ask me out. Um, And they don't. I trust that the Lord is protecting me because I think so often us girls feel like, oh, I'm being overlooked when really the Lord is like, beloved, I'm hiding you for the right one. So your heart will not be shattered into a million pieces a million times. Will you trust me? And so also, again, that leads me to praying for him and praying for myself and just fighting the good fight and putting one good foot in front of the other. The federal. You are so, you're just so cute. Like when, once my son really starts reading and just want you to come over and like read to him, then love it. Maybe that's why you're a singer. But sidebar, again, we're going to have a couple of those. I love what you're saying and that you're pulling it from scripture because like you said, it is unsure dating but again i think that's by design you know what we do with our calling is to love people be the hands and feet of jesus point people to him but the expression of that is always different for everyone the same can be said about dating i think you're hitting the nail on the head in so many areas and honestly as i became a mom i'm finding myself saying like really mom things and i'm like oh maybe i did change how what would my Lens on dating has actually really shifted. And I'm thinking about my son dating versus what my dating experience was like. And I think kind of what I'm pulling out of what you're saying in my own words is like there's this FOMO idea around dating where we see those TV shows and it's like, oh, 
this girl is 16. She has a boyfriend. She's falling in love. Like, that's what I need to be doing. And culture has changed into, instead of knowing yourself, getting oriented, getting cultured and learning, uh, finding your talents. It's like, well, no, I need to be seen and be in a relationship. I subscribed to that same magazine. I was getting the same, like, yeah, I need to be doing that. Cosmopolitan, I need to look good so people will see me. Like, everything is feeding that narrative of, like, you need to be in a relationship. You need to be seen and chosen. If you're not, like you're saying, something's wrong with you. Keep fixing it. It's a competition. And I'm like, ooh, there are so many gifts that I'm living in now that I had the first taste of in middle school or high school, but I just stopped watering. So they weren't growing, which is fine. You know, like God redeems all things. He restores, I believe. I'm not missing anything that God's led me to. But gosh, if I could have spent some of the time where instead of going, ooh, why did I do that? Or why was I there? Or why did I go to that party? What have they been like partying? Like, I could have been actually intentional with, I'm going to lean into what God's taught me to do. Um, and even if you're not a Christian, you're listening to this, like, just try it. It's like a detox. Try to spend time doing things that refresh you instead of stress you out. Like, if dating is stressed well, if high school is like really troublesome, maybe let's just think, hmm, is this what I should be doing? Could I be doing something else? And yes, I know I'm selling a mom, like don't date until you're 18, but really <laughs> do things that are going to add to your life. Um, you know, to meet your high school sweetheart, sure, go for it. But the chances are like you're not missing out if you if you wait a little or you don't follow the status quo. Yeah. That's just my little mom, big sister advice. But I love that because I agree. If I could do things over again and be like, hey, little Georgia, just so you know, X, Y, and Z might happen if you do X, Y, and Z. Why don't you go over here? I I really probably wouldn't date till till college because of the, the fruit in junior high and high school. If we're honest, a lot of those boys are addicted to pornography to begin with. So why are we even... Um, stepping into that because it'll just leave you hurt and broken as well um, when they're trying to figure out their own stuff. Just the doors that are opened during those seasons are so formative and you just want to protect that. I'm sure you're seeing that through such a beautiful different lens now as a mama of like, oh, I just want to protect you as long as I can. And the father feels the same way about us, our hearts, and as we continue to grow in relationship with people. And so, yeah, I would have told her, just wait, girl, like good things are coming. And boys' brains take a little bit longer to develop. So you really want a good one. So just wait, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's so true. And going back to what you said about fruit, if you're just not seeing the fruit yet, give it time to mature. Let it work. There you go. Yeah. Eat fruit before it's ripe. It's not that good. Like just wait. No. Yeah. But it's interesting you... So I, I'm sure you know this, but your name, I believe it means armor and like harvester of the earth. So as you think about fruit, like that's so intentional. I feel like you have a good lens of like what to look for. And so as you said, you're looking for someone that's patient and kind. Um, that has, yeah. And as a leader, uh, can we give people a few like practicals if they're like, okay, Georgia, I'm on board. I want to do this too. How do I do it? <laughs> You're saying address you face to face. That's one thing. Um, yeah. The Lord. Are there any other practical? Like mm. this is what I'm looking for. This is how I know someone has caliber and character. Yeah. Look at who's around them because you're a combination of the five people 
that you hang out with. And I pray the number one is Jesus Christ himself as you're spending time with him in the good old book. But see who he's around. Where is he spending his time? Something that I realized recently that I just personally don't like is like, are you spending all your free time on video games? Like, no, thank you. I want you to be pouring your life into the pursuit of him. What has he called you to do? What excites you? What gets you up in the morning? And see the way that he treats other people because that will be a glimpse into how he would treat you. And so even on this pursuit, Christian, of like, I'm I'm not dating anybody right now. Would I be open to it? Yeah, I really am. I feel like I'm in a good spot. But I'm watching, I even had a conversation with my friend Michael yesterday and he's dating one of my good friends. And just to see the way that he talks about her when she's not around, the way he conducts himself as a man in front of me, knowing that he is dating somebody else, the way that he is sharing how he's upholding boundaries and, you know, just going into prayer with her and really uh, protecting her because she's never had a boyfriend before. And he's like, if this is the first, I want to be really doing this beautifully because I hope she's my wife. But if she's not, can I be able to pass her on to her husband well. And so just seeing all that really encourages me to go, okay, I really like this in Michael. Okay, I really like this in so-and-so. Lord, like these are amazing qualities. So also as you're just seeing, what do I like? What guy friends do you have around you? Or what guys do you look up to? That What qualities do they have that you may say, Lord, is this something that I can apply to? Maybe just not even a list, but just something to have on my heart to keep in mind of like, hey, I really liked that. So just see who they're around. I would love for obviously this human being to be plugged into the local church, serving, being planted, growing, because a lot of people want the fruit, right? But they don't want the process of getting there. Because as you said, my name means like farmer girl. And so with farmer Brown over here, like, We want to go high, but we don't sometimes want to go deep because that's not seen by man. We just want to be seen and, oh, look at us in the relationship. Look at my captions and look at our cute pictures with our, you know, professional photographer. And we've been dating for five months, you know, just whatever. But we have to go deep. And so look at this guy's roots. Like, is he planted? Um, How does he treat his family? Like, what's his relationships like? Is everything going to be perfect? No. Um, but just look at his character. I just look at character so much, Christian, because obviously you got to look at the guy and you want him to be cute and, you know, he's made in God's image. And so you will be attracted to whoever God, you know, has for you. Hallelujah. But first Samuel 16, seven man looks at the outward appearance and God looks at the heart. Like, of course, I want to be able to look at him and be like, you're the most handsome man I've seen in the entire world. But I want to look at his heart first and say, you are God's beloved. And in this process of that dating, until he is my husband, whoever he is, and there's a ring on my finger and we say, I do, you're my brother in Christ. So how can I show you what you deserve? And how can you you best be an example of a living sacrifice to me? Because this is all supposed to reflect Jesus and his bride, us, the church. So it's just so sweet and so I just love it. And I don't even know if I answered the question, but hallelujah. Yeah, if you did it, I was trapping with everything and I loved everything you said and the way you said it. Again, you're just adorable. (laughs) (laughs) I listen to you all the time, which is great because she has a podcast, guys. What is it called real quick? 
Look it's in called Faith and Friends. So if you want to hang out with me some more, I hang out over there. <laughs> well, Farmer, what do you say? Farmer Brown? Farmer Brown. Teaching you how to suss out the fruit. Oh, goodness. I think that's incredible. And as you were taking that in, ladies, from what she said, don't be afraid for it to look different than what you've been trying to in the past, what your friends are looking for. I feel like when we get to that that tension point of like, well, we're toes deep in this new lane of like going all in on how God wants to use dating. Sometimes we look to the left and to the right and say, so, oh, are we going to be square? Or mm. I got to find that guy. Like, what is it going to cost me to go deep? Ooh. And if I can just tell anyone, like, it's so worth it. And it might feel awkward at first, but lean into that. Like, if you're working out a new way, it's going to feel awkward at first. But just know, like, I'm, I'm building the strength to do this well. And I can be just be confident. Be confident that God's going to lead you and that this is a good path because Mm -hmm. let's be honest, everything culturally doesn't say, well, you should look for a guy that doesn't kiss you on the first date or you should look for a guy that um, doesn't text you. Like I remember Arden not texting me. I was like, oh, he doesn't like me. Like going Mm -hmm. into this conversation, I'm like, oh, well, if a guy likes you, he texts you all the time. He's like, good morning, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I want to do that. He's like, I don't want to get to know you over a fall. I want to get to know you in heaven. He's like, snaps for him. And uh, yeah. Then just like talk about the whole dating process to the guys. But um, also the way that he loved his mom. Like, you know, I'm going to make the stereotypical what you look for in a guy. Like, has a red Mustang. Is kind of a bad boy, but treats you well. Is um, like mysterious. But I met Arden. He's like, these are my intentions. This is who I am. I love my mom well. We're really close. Oh, okay. That's different. And like the yeah. time I sit with him and as we've been married, <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. I love that about you. It doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you're different. It means that you know who to respect because you have character and morals. You know how to love people well. And that means you get to love me well. And it means you honor family, which... Gosh, I could imagine being married to someone else and parenting with them. So, yeah. Yeah, let your taste be different in this season. If you have been, like George and I, doing it like, we're kind of doing it. And now we're going all in. Uh, yeah. That, oh, Christian. That's so good. I literally love that you touched on that. Like, back to the whole fruit thing. Like, if you've been just eating apples, you may not know how good a strawberry may taste. And so I love that, like date the unexpected. I think that's so sweet. And I have always heard people say that. And I'm like, eh, I'm not so sure about that. And then Christian, literally, this guy asked me out like a while ago. George and I don't get asked out a lot. So don't make this seem like, wow, like, whoo, those DMs are full. No, that does not happen. But this guy asked me out and he is total introvert. Like we are complete opposites, like hot and cold. Like I can talk to a wall. Seriously, like I was like, Lord, are you okay with me going on a date with this guy? Like, he is totally not what I expected. And I felt the Lord just say, yeah, go. And so we went. And Christian, I went on a few dates with this guy. And I learned so much about myself because he was so different than me. And I learned things that, wow, like, it is great to have someone that really will just listen. And maybe I need to learn how to enjoy the quiet and different things. And so it's super sweet. And so, yeah, like, 
totally step into the unexpected. That may not be the fruit that you end up with, right? That may not be it. It wasn't it for me. I had to walk away from that um, because that also brings up another topic. Um, why I had to say goodbye was in his own heart, he didn't know how to define me. He he liked me. He really did. He was like, you're just great to be around. Like, you're awesome. But I just don't know what I want. And he was like, do you know what you want? And I'm like, absolutely, I know what I want. And and I remember Christian, it was so hard. I literally like broke things off with him. We we're sitting on a swing on a frigid cold day, which was a bad idea to begin with. It was my idea. I thought this would be like the best way to do it in public, but it was like 30 degrees out. Oh, y'all, don't do your chattering. Yeah, I was like, no, literally. But then as these words came out of my mouth, there was so much freedom, but also it kind of hurt at the same time. But I was like, man, Hey, I deserve to be definable. So to the girls out there that are in maybe a friendship situation or you don't even know what to call it because there hasn't been a defining of the relationship, you deserve to be definable. And it was crazy, Christian. I I got in the car and left that conversation and we were both sad. And but I left that driving home and I was like, man, Lord, if he can't define his relationship with me. I can't imagine how he's trying to define his relationship with you because the whole purpose of me and him even together was supposed to reflect you. And obviously it's not. And that makes me sad because that means he's open to other lovers and you're not fully satisfying his soul. He's not allowing you to fully just be the one. So wow. yeah, I've been learning that recently. Wow. That that was deep. I feel like it, it, that's going to stick with someone and <laughs> and knowing too I feel like this is another red flag that we girls just tend to do is like you don't have to prove to him that you are defendable come on was it your job to say like oh hey no I'm worth being pursued and let me show you like we're gonna keep hanging around until you're ready and then all in things because you weren't no just take Dorothy's advice and like part part ways and then how yeah. do Totally fine. If he's not the one for you, he's not the one for you. No, he's not ready. He's not ready. Like, you can't be retail unless someone sets up to the plate. <laughs> Come on. Not about a swing. I know. She's like, I'm ready. Let's go. We're in the pitch. Um, so many analogies. We went from fruit to baseball. But I love it. <laughs> so speaking, I'm trapping women. I'm loving everything that you're sharing. And I think it's very practical, but also spiritual encouraging but also digestible so thank you for sharing all that and sharing the wisdom that god shared with you it's invaluable to me and i'm so thankful that you were sharing on this space i like to ask this question since you know it's the dear future husband podcast you know i'm all about praying for your future spouse blessing that oh yeah blessing what you're believing for god to do um what do you can align your heart to it? I always preface this for anyone that's listening the first time. So you can align your heart with him, not rub a magic Bible and get a genie out. But then you're saying on track with what he's called you to. So you mentioned this before, and I'd love just to ask, what are some ways, and it's either like how and when, or it can be like deep heart postures. What are ways that you are praying for your future spouse? I love this. It's so sweet and so special. It's so neat because I don't know, but God knows. And it's just, I wonder how he's, he's probably giggling those like different things. I'm like, yes, Lord, here I am. 
Oh, it's so sweet. Honestly, Christian, as I've grown, the prayers have changed. I remember insecure me, not knowing who I fully am in Christ and the confidence I have as I approach his throne of grace, as he says I should come to him confidently. I remember praying, oh, Lord, I hope there's someone out there for me. Lord, please. And now, instead of those puppy dog prayers sitting in a corner, bow, wow, wow, poor me, I have these lion prayers of knowing like who I am in Christ. And it's like, Lord, here I am. I'm going to come to you confidently and intercede for this man of God because he needs my prayers. I don't know who he is and where he is right now, but I need to come into the throne room of heaven and intercede on his behalf. So it's so fun. You know, the, the song like head, shoulders, knees and toes. Okay. So that's kind of my prayer life for him. Sometimes I'll just focus on different parts of the body, like the head. Like I'm like, Lord, may he have the helmet of salvation on. May his mind be clear. May truly the lies of the enemy that try to come into his thoughts cease. And then sometimes I'll move on to the shoulders. Lord, may he come to you and bear all of those burdens that he's carrying upon you because you are the one that says, cast all our cares upon you. And then I'll move to his heart. Lord, make his heart tender, soft. May he lean into the Holy Spirit, different things. And then I pray for his knees that he will just humble himself and bow before his father, that his eyes too. I pray for the eyes a big time. Lord, if there's anything he's looking at, he shouldn't be looking at, I pray that you just turn it off right now in the name of Jesus, convict him, correct him. Lord, if there are people that are around him speaking things into his life that are not life-giving, I pray that you would guard his ears towards certain conversations and may the words of his mouth and the meditations of his heart, Psalm 19, be pleasing to you, Lord. All of these things. And then I play the blood of Jesus over him because nothing can touch the blood of Jesus. And then I pray against the schemes of the enemy, that he's walking in the fullness of his calling, that he would live a life worthy of the calling on it, Ephesians 4. And then... Um, yeah. What else do I pray? Oh, I'm like, Lord, no delay in Jesus name. I'm like, come quickly, Lord Jesus. But then I'm also at the same time praying over this for myself. Lord, may I be found as a woman of your word worthy of this pursuit. May I see it and be able to acknowledge it in its fullness and in its beauty. May I be in a season where I'm able to do that. So may I prepare well. We all want the pursuit, but we got to prepare for it. And so one other thing I want to say, Christian, that I love is in God's word, it's revealed in the spirit before it happens in the natural. We see this so many times through it. It is told to Abraham, you're going to be the father of many nations. And Abraham had to cling to that promise, mm-hmm. right? For years. And then the angel came to Mary. You're going to be, you know, the father of the Messiah. And she said, let it be done to me according to what you have said. And she believed in faith and held on to that. It was revealed in the spirit and then she had to carry it until it was birthed. And so, man, it was, I know it wasn't true, which I love. Yeah. She's like, no, right. I know. I know what God told me. Oh, and you know what? The things that God has told you, Christian, and me and all of our friends listening, cling to that. And some things don't share with everybody because they they might speak death over you or just not life giving things um, that would point you to heaven. And so really... I have to walk in the spirit of a wife before it is revealed in the natural. So how am I conducting myself as a young woman and treating my friends, treating my family, treating all the guys around me? Um, I'm going to be honest with you, Christian. I have a, a mug that says Mrs. 
And sometimes when I'm like, oh, I'm single, or I see all these posts on Instagram of my friends getting engaged or the baby announcements, I have to remind myself, a physical reminder, hey, walk in it, sister, walk in it. And I'll make me a cup of hot tea, and I will drink it out of that Mrs. Cup. So there's that. (laughs) No, that's why I did my husband's pipe. I was like, I need something teachable as a reminder to show me this is this is my piece of the pie. I can look at uh-huh. someone else's and, and not be concerned because I know your word is good. You have yeah. to say for me. And if he's told you specifically, cling on to that. And George just said, if you're unsure, just know I have my pie. Never mind pie. Yeah. Whatever it is served, good. Because God does not leave us brokenhearted. He does not leave us forsaken. He's always with us. On and on and on. There's so many, as we said, scriptures that can back up that God is a good father and that he is taking care of you. I know that there is a man out there somewhere who might be watching TV and it just shuts off one day, might be talking to someone and they just stop talking to him because you're covering him. <laughs> well, I feel like you gave us a whole framework for what to pray. So if you're like, oh, I don't know if you sure something, I don't know how, listen to this podcast every day, just praying <laughs> every day. <laughs> So fun. Um, you are a joy and a delight. And it's been a treat for me to just hang out with you for a little bit again. And I know it's a treat for every girl listening. So thank you so much. Would Can we close with you just blessing the women that are listening? Um, oh, Christian, I love you. I would be honored. This has been so sweet. Yes, let's go to the Lord. Lord God, I enter your gates with praise and thanksgiving. And I thank you so much for this beautiful day and this sweet conversation. I pray that truly we have honored you in these words and that they would not be our own, Lord, and that your word would just go forth to accomplish its purpose. So I thank you for each and every friend under the sound of my voice. In whatever season they're in, I pray that the eyes of their heart would be open to see that you are good, that you are at work, and you have plans to prosper them, not to harm them, plans to give them hope in a future. And Lord, your word says that in Christ Jesus, we lack no good thing. So may we apply this even to our relationships. And if it were a good thing for us in this season, that we would have it. So even in the waiting, may we worship you in spirit and in truth. And so Lord, show us what you have for us. May we pursue it. Matthew 6, 33 says to seek first your kingdom and your righteousness and all of these things will be added. So may we seek your kingdom even in dating. So Lord, you open doors that no man can open and you shut doors that no man can shut. So Lord, right now, if there are any doors in any of our lives that need to be shut, we trust you right now to shut them. And if there are any amazing, beautiful doors that you want to open, we trust you to open them. Even if we're afraid to step into the dating or step into the unknown, Lord, may we just trust that you are the lamp to our feet, the light into our path, and that you go before us and you walk beside us through it all. So Lord, I thank you for being our Prince of Peace. I thank you, Lord, that you have created these works in Christ Jesus in advance for us to do. So may we not be worried or even in a hurry because all of our days were written in your book before a single one of them came to pass. God, I just pray that your beloved daughters listening to this and sons would know how incredible they are in your image, knowing that they are so worthy because you say that they are. So may they truly seek you in their identity and seek someone that reflects who you are with bearing good fruit and all the beautiful things in First Corinthians 13 of love and joy and peace and the kindness of love and 
does not boast and does not envy. And so, Lord, we thank you. I praise you. I thank you for Christian and this beautiful podcast that she just stewards so beautifully. And Lord, we love you. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Amen.